0: Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times cuz you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. I'm is Voss here from the chrisvosshow.com. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, she does that so elegantly. I just love how she delivers that line. Maybe I'll just have her sing the whole show. Maybe I'll just give her the questions, and she can operatically deliver the show, as it were. And, uh, And then we'll force the guests to respond in an operatic voice fashion. They have to sing all their answers when they come on the show. Does that sound good, Gavin? Should we force guests to do that? Oh, definitely not me.
1: Anybody else, feel
0: free. (laughs) There you go. So, guys, we have an amazing guest on the show, as always we do. The CEOs, the billionaires, the White House advisors, the Pulitzer Prize winners, the most amazing authors in the world that come to you and bring you the distilled version of their amazing stories that make you just go, I'm buying five of their books. So there you go. Go to goodreads.com, for chess, Chris Voss, LinkedIn.com, for chess, Chris Foss, Chris Voss 1 on the tickety-tockety and Chris Foss, facebook.com. I think I sent them all. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, we have an amazing multi-book author on the show. Gavin Stone is going to be joining with us. He wrote the books, How to Tell if Someone is Lying. Well, Chris Foss's show is on. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. He's talking. How to Tell if Someone <laughs> – cut it right, Chris. Jesus. How to Tell if Someone is Lying. Gavin Stone reveals the methods used by government organizations and intelligent agencies to detect them, their lies. It doesn't say them, their lies. Stop it, Chris. <laughs> to detect lies, folks, you'll find it. There's a link on the Chris Foss show. Comes out July 31st, 2022. And he's also written a novel. It's called The Unforgiven Spy, book one in the Spies for Hire series. Came out on uh, November 12th. 2022. Boy, he was really prolific in 2022. Were you writing during COVID? Was that what it was? Yeah, I'm a load of other things as well. There you go. Gavin Stone served as a security and intelligence covert specialist. He has over 20 years of applied experience globally deployed by government organizations such as the British Ministry of Defense, corporations, and ultra high net worth VIPs. His specialty is human intelligence, otherwise known as human I'm having some humans now. They're really tasty. A uh, little bit of mint with some hummus. Within it, he was adept at the full required spectrum of tradecraft skills. Of particular note is Stone's exper- expertise in surveillance and anti-surveillance together with the time-sensitive human analysts in high-risk dynamic situations. Welcome to the show, Gavin. How are you? Thank you. I am blessed. Uh,
1: any day above ground is a good one.
0: There you go. The Britain, the British Ministry of Defense. So what it was it like hanging out with James Bond? Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm, yeah, just, no. I'm just kidding. We can't talk about James Bond. He said otherwise to myself to kill me. So, Gavin, give us your .com. Where can you find people on the <laughs> internet?
1: I, I just basically stick to social media, LinkedIn. So I'm on Facebook, Gavin Stone Author. Twitter, I think it's at Author Gavin on YouTube.
0: And have you ever hung out with that Q person or M?
1: I've, I've hung out with the, the real life version of q the quartermaster yeah oh, really? he, he was a very good friend of mine introduced to me by a guy who was the chef always get to know the chef yeah. the chef has he's the man who has control of the food and who gets the good stuff and who doesn't
0: so that's, he's what, I used to that's what i used to always say in prison i don't know what that means but it's not a good in my head so <laughs> this you've written these two books let's launch into one here how to tell if someone's lying so i imagine you've incorporate a lot of the techniques you used working for the uh, we're working for the queen to uh, do a lot of this uh, tell if people are lying
1: yeah so it's uh, it, it's something i've done called combined communication analysis where it's a mixture of psychology body language statement analysis all put together to be able to
0: kind mm-hmm. of get, get a grip and we've had some body language experts on the show body language is a is a really interesting sport where you can tell nonverbal cues you know and uh, you can read what people are telling you sometimes it's not what people say it's what they're doing maybe is that yeah. true
1: yeah definitely those, those can be some of the biggest tells you know you're looking for any kind of change
0: mm. the uh, so tell us about your kind of career what went into it how you got how why'd you get into that sort of trade
1: it was it was accidental it was a friend of mine come knocking on the door and got me into a world of stuff that i didn't know anything about and um we <laughs> That's
0: usually how it works on Fridays. Actually. Yeah.
1: So I ended up doing a job for him, just finding somebody, finding pretty quick, and, and he was like, I mean, you're pretty handy at this. And it just literally grew legs from there.
0: There you go. And you go to work for the uh, Queen Mum and in her uh, intelligence agency, or what used to be the Queen Mum, God rest her soul, or however you guys say it in England there. And <laughs> now you're stuck with, I don't know what you're stuck with. There's an old horse in there somewhere.
1: Charlie.
0: Sounds <laughs> like you're going to have a problem. Um <laughs> We, that's why we defected over here in as uh, us, us Yankees. So, give us more of a thirty thousand overview of what's inside the book and and uh, what you've what you're serving up to folks.
1: Okay, so with this book, it's it's different to your normal body language books, where it's just going to kind of tell you what a particular movement or action means. This teaches you how to observe it, how to become a master of it, and, and then how to kind of bit by bit learn it until you're proficient in it.
0: There you go. That's what I want to do. I want to be good at when people lie to me so that I can immediately go, aha, you're full of shit. As George used to say the, uh, and and learning body language and nonverbal cues. I mean, I I suppose eye movement probably has something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. One of my problems is I don't like to look at some people when I talk to them, but it's not because I'm trying to be deceptive. It's just because they're ugly. And that's, <laughs> yes, usually, <a> <laughs> and that's usually when I'm looking in the mirror practicing a speech.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can fully relate there. But my mother always said I've got a face for radio. And so if, if when it comes to eye accessing cues, I mean, yeah, it, it is something that that's, uh, you don't have to spend it all the time staring at them. And uh. in fact, there's this common misconception as well when it comes to eye contact that if somebody's staring at you and, and they can't maintain eye contact, that they're lying. But it's actually... It's more the other way around. A liar will maintain that constant eye contact during the, the, the kind of telling of the lie and afterwards yeah. to see if you're believing them. They're watching, taking always attention.
0: making like sure that you are buying the buying exactly. the system. Huh? See, that's what I do. I just lie and look off and of thing, and I just don't care if you believe my lies or <laughs> not. That's the best hard. way to be. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like I don't. Maybe they'll buy this. I don't. I don't really care. I'm just making up over here. But yeah, that's really interesting because uh, yeah, I suppose someone who's trying to hit you as a mark. You know, they're, they're trying to lie to you, deceive you, gaslight you. They're looking to see if their little action's working then. Yeah, all the time. So mm-hmm. yeah. Now, you mentioned there's two reasons people tell a lie. Only two? Only
1: two. Two primary reasons. Everything will, will go back to those two primary reasons.
0: Mm-hmm. So what are they? Can you tease what they are? I can.
1: So there's quite simply prote- protection or gain. Everything that they do is either for protecting themselves or someone else or gain one way or another, whether it's monetary gain, whether it's a psychological situation where they're they're just, you know, feeling good from the gain of of telling the lie, you know, but it, it all comes down to those two.
0: There you go. And and I've met people, I've had two people that I've met in life, and I believe they were narcissists. I mean, like real narcissist people quit accusing every one of your ex boyfriends of being <laughs> a narcissist. There's a clinical thing, and there's only like I think it's like five percent of people. So uh I I've met two people that were like profound liars. Like who who's that liar that recently got kicked out of Congress and just everything an said, like, he said? Probably on your end too of the, the uh, yep. of the, of the pond, as they say, in the House of Lords. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we we just had some guy get kicked out of Congress, and like everything he says is a lie. We had a president that way too recently, and uh, but I met two people in my life that they 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 just lied was lying was like a sport. It seemed, but then also they had built you could you could see after a while the stack of cards that they had built. And and it was their life, really, and what they would tell people about their life. And it was a stack of cards where this little lie and that little lie and this build this stack of lies and this stack of lies. And they would have to constantly maintain their lies and make sure everyone was a buy-in to their lies. And, of course, I would just look at them and be like, I just accept you as a mentally challenged idiot person, and I'm just doing this for, I don't know, the Make-A-Wish Foundation or something. It's just charitable for me to listen to whatever bullshit you're selling today and they would repeat them over and over again it was kind of interesting but their whole life was a lie everything was built and and it just was stacks of stacks and i used to sit and look at it just be like jesus if i could convince them that this one part right this one card right here was a lie that whole thing just comes crumbling down it was like interesting to see the intricacy of how all molded together you ever met people like that
1: I have and, and usually it comes down to some kind of a personality trait where mm. sometimes it can be through some kind of trauma or any kind of thing where they just want to converse with somebody, they want to be popular, they want to connect, so so they, they just can't help themselves from from lying and it, it becomes habitual yeah. because they they just they get this dopamine rush from from having the you know, the kind of conversation where somebody's paying attention. So so they they get into this kind of you know, habit of lying about absolutely everything because it pays dividends for them with the with the, with the chemical rush that their brain gets from it, you know.
0: Yeah. And one of them was the one who tried to date me and <laughs> the the lies that she would tell were so insane. Like you know, they were so illogically out there. Like you're just like you 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 must be used to talking to really stupid people because <laughs> no one of any sort of base knowledge of operation of the world would believe that, you know, like I, I'll just make up something here. Cause some of our lives were about business and but, you know, just like, it it's like me telling you that, uh, that the sun is the color purple at all times. And it doesn't really emit heat. The moon does, you know, stuff like that where any common lay person can be like, ah, that's full of shit. But you know, those sort of spinsters lies.
1: Yeah. And, and of course, we live in a world where it's kind of considered rude to call somebody out or just to, to, to be argumentative. You do get you get some people who will just say, don't believe you, you know, and, and that's it. And they don't care about the consequences. And then you get other people who they will wait until that person walks away. And then go, did you hear that? That was absolute crap. You know, so but, but yeah, we, we do because of the social norms of society. We tend to kind of let these people live their life and then just laugh at them afterwards.
0: Yeah, I try and call people on the show. I mean, I don't call them a liar. I'm just like, what you just said is so full of shit. It's not even funny. But I'll be like, no, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we're not platforming that. What? No, here's 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 the correction to to what you just said. And it doesn't happen very often, but it's interesting um, because you know it's it's amazing. You know, you'll you'll see that, and you're just like, where have you? Where are you at in your life? One of the things you talk about in your book is mastering the CC and this has been created by you. Tell us uh, what that is and what it means.
1: So what we're looking at with CCA is a mixture of as much information mm-hmm. as you can take in when you're observing somebody. So you're looking at their blink rate. You're mm-hmm. looking at their eye in cues. You're looking at their breath location, whether they're chest breathing or belly breathing, mm-hmm. uh, the rate of their breathing, if you can – so you're looking at their body language, and you're also listening to the spoken word because that means a lot in in the statement analysis side of things, and and the psychology area. So you're taking in all this information, and mm-hmm. then you're trying to, you know, decide is there a clusters or pattern of red flags, if you want to call them that, to uh-huh. to to indicate deception.
0: So it's a bit of a stacking if that gives you the tip off too, huh? Yeah. A stacking of different cues. Exactly
1: so if somebody for example they're asking questions and and, you know question number one everything's normal question number two everything's normal you get to question number three and all of a sudden their voice tone changes their blink rate goes up they're talking you know the breath location changes they cross their legs and fold their arms and and then answer with a non-answer then all of a sudden you're like okay something's very different there that's a a hell of a lot of red flags
0: a non-denial denial denial, as they say in politics So that's really interesting, looking at the stacking of the cues. the uh, Now you talk about how to get people to, techniques to get to a full confession and discover what, what the truth really is. So you you have ways to kind of dig people out and be like, maybe help them realize, well, at least they're full of shit, or at least you yeah. figure out what the truth is, like how to get to the bottom of it. Is that? Yeah. Do you have to fly them with black helicopters into Poland in an underground <laughs> bunker and waterboard them for that? Is that a,
1: yeah, t- t- tell them some water
0: and you generally get anyone saying anything. Yeah, no, we'll I'm I'm, j- I'm just kidding. So
1: it, we, in, in the kind of what you want to do is, is, is kind of sit first down calmly and I, I can't go in too deep into the intricacies because it'll just take forever. Yeah, the most mean, the, people, people,
0: you buy the book. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But the most important thing is not to let them give any kind of denial. You know, cut them off with any kind of denial and just say, look, we'll get, we'll get to it. Don't worry. Let them know, you know, that it, it it's, it's fine. Whatever's happened is, it's fine, and we, we can, we can, It's a fixable problem, and, and kind of, don't be calling them out on, on something. You know, like if you turn around, ah, oh, you're full of shit, you're full of shit. They're just going to deny it. So I'm sorry. Can I swear on here? I'll do a
0: yeah, you can. <laughs> right. yeah. Uh,
1: so Yeah, you can. So, so yeah, yeah. Not the BBC. Just, Oh no, well there is that bonus, so yeah, I'm, I'm saying nothing. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they'll they'll they go into kind of sub-mule mode if you, if you call them out and, and they'll they'll kind of back up. You'll make it worse for yourself.
0: Ah, so how do you how do you well uh, we'll have people buy the book. I think that's important because we got We want to talk about your second book here, so we want to squeeze that in as well. The uh, so I love this idea. I need to get better at because I always felt like sometimes I just want to walk around with a with one of those lie detector tests and you know, like in the, in the uh, Fockers movie, yeah. and, uh, hook people up to it and and be like, now tell me your, tell me your story. Maybe we should do it on the show. Maybe yeah. we should uh, have everyone, including me hooked up to a lie detector test. Yeah. And then we interview them on the show. That'd be an interesting show. Maybe, well, huh? Well, the in lie detector long, In the back of the book, it tells you how to beat one. Oh, it wow. <laughs> All right. Wow. I'm still digging that hole in the backyard for my last enemy, so I may want to buy the book today and get that shipped over so I can deal with that. But uh, there you go. So uh, check out that book, folks, How to Tell When Someone is Lying. This is really important. Of course, if you're married, I think we all know what's going on there. Your other book, The Forgiven Spy, book one in the Spies for Hire series. Tell us about this book. So The
1: Unforgiven Spy started off as something many, many years ago as a a kind of a drunken concept when (laughs) it was a family Christmas. And uh, I I heard from when I'd been doing training, you know, you should write a book, you should write a book. And I was actually talking to my mother-in-law about it. You know, she she said, oh, well, you should. You know, she's actually a writer. So it was kind of, you know, she she was prompting me to, to, to actually give it a go of course, after Christmas, I went home. I thought, yeah, why not? And I sat there and I plonked out this kind of 50,000, 60,000 word, what I thought was a book. And I emailed it over to her. said, there you go. There's nothing to this writing malarkey. Have a look at that. And uh, she said, no, that's that's not a book. She said, that, that's a report. Oh! Hey. <laughs> hey. um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so I got seriously insulted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she didn't hold back at all. Uh, and she, yeah. So... So she sent it back to me with a lot of tips without Vaseline and said, you know, you really need to get better at, at, at this. So I took writing courses and very, very many attempts, failed attempts, and, and, and uh, kind of educational lessons later, I finally got a manuscript together. Took there you,
0: <laughs> you said tips without Vaseline. That's all I'm going to say about that. So give us a 30,000 review. What's inside the book and kind of a, a synopsis, if you will?
1: Okay, so it's about a contractor, which is mainly what I've done throughout my career. is is contracted for different employers, whether it's been like the the intelligence agencies, the British government, the American government, or private clients, that kind of thing. So it's about a contractor who works in intelligence, and when his daughter's born, he decides to take a a back seat and and not work in the field anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem is one of his former enemies comes and kind of wants a bit of revenge and takes his wife and daughter Oh, so, yeah. So he has to deal with that, get them back, and then bring the whole thing to an end. So, uh,
0: so he out. wanted them back? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just being. <sighs> I can't say. <laughs> oh, you have to read the book to find out. Well, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It sounds like an old uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Take my wife, please. Or wait. <laughs> no. That was somebody before that black and white era. God, I can't place the comedian. Anyway, here you go. so I, it sounds like you incorporated into the book, a lot of your experience in the intelligence business and, you know, use some of those, the trade craft and stuff that you were aware of and probably your experiences over 20 years, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've taken different things from different experiences in my life and put them all together in one story. So everything is written from firsthand experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the tradecraft revelations in there are, more there's more tradecraft revelations in that book than any other book I've ever known. I've, I've deliberately crammed it in to try and get it banned. So we go straight to number one. Uh, so and, and and everything in there, like I say, the continuity, one hundred percent. If I say a website exists, it does. If I say this is a, this place exists, it does. The only thing that's not kind of true, as it were, is the bit about the wife and daughter getting kidnapped. I've never paid anybody to make that happen yet.
0: Not yet. There's still time. <laughs> yeah. So the had uh, girlfriend once who who would come home from work and she never had any interesting stories and i thought i should have you kidnapped just so you can <laughs> come home someday and have a really cool story to tell me and some people are really fucking boring they just need to be kidnapped i think I, there's a shirt i'm making that says that
1: <laughs> yeah i think i bought my brother's shirt which says fat, fat people are harder to kidnap
0: <laughs> that's why over overeat. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you got an extra. You gotta if you're gonna put me in the van, you gotta make sure the shock absorbers are upgraded <laughs> in that thing. And uh, you're gonna need a big bag to go over my head, and I, I need those double size handcuffs. Don't ask me how I know. Anyway, that sounded really weird. Like that meant to me imply that I've been arrested a lot, but that actually sounded weird the other way. So backfiring on me on there roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. That's what my, that's what my mistress made. Mr. Is a mistress whatever my BDSM mistress said, let's roll with it. I think roll with it is my safe word. <laughs> All right. <That's> <laughs> I'm just rolling on the jokes today. So I had to really enjoy that joke. Um, sometimes they just come right off and you're just like, wow, that's, that was good. I should write that down. Um, uh, anything more we need to know about the unforgiven spot? Why is this guy unforgiven? Sounds like a Metallica song.
1: That would actually probably give the whole story oh, away. So okay, I well, say, what what I will say is, it's, mm-hmm. it's written in a, a unique way that's different to a lot of your usual spy stuff. So, Uh-oh. you've got these kind of tradecraft sections in it. So, if, and I wrote it deliberately this way, so it's like you, if you've got your seasoned kind of Spy Fi readers, they can look past those little bits and just stick to the novel. Whereas, if you've got somebody who kind of is new to this and they go, well, what does it, what's a skiff? What's this mean? What, what's you yeah. know? And each and it all the way through, it'll explain you know what the trade craft is, why it's done a particular way or not done another way, and you know, and, and that kind of thing. So it can be written as a yeah, but as a, as a field manual as well if you wanted to.
0: There you go. Well, tell me how to beat a a, a lie test.
1: <laughs> the, the the first
0: book does. <laughs> so buy the first book for that, and give the trade craft secrets to the other one. So very interesting and fun to have you on the show, Gavin. Yeah. Anything more you want to pitch out on the show as we go out? Am I allowed to plug
1: my YouTube channel?
0: Please, yeah, anything you want.
1: Fantastic, because what I do, I get a load of like, friends from from the intelligence community where they come on to, to the YouTube channel, and it could be FBI, KGB, CIA, oh, no. and, and we all come on, and we all have a chat about what kind of stories from the field, things we've done, and, and kind of... You know, operations, what what things that have gone wrong, things that have gone right, and and all all, all the good laughs, all the good chuckles, because it never goes right.
0: <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's never nothing ever flies perfectly, especially when you're doing something like that. The most people and oh. and timelines and people with guns. I'm sure you know they're always not they're always not voluntary to like yeah we'll just roll over for this. So there you go. Well, it's been fun, Gavin. Have your show. Give us your .com so we can find you on the internet, please.
1: Certainly. So Twitter is Gavin Stone Author. I'm on LinkedIn. I think if you just type in Gavin Stone, I should be pretty much close to the top. Facebook, again, is Gavin Stone Author. And YouTube is Gavin Stone Author. Mm -hmm. I've got a correction to my Twitter is at Author Gavin, I believe.
0: There you go. Thank you very much, Gavin, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. There you go. Order of the book, folks, wherever fine books are sold. How to tell if someone is lying. Gavin Stone reveals the methods used by governments, organizations, intelligence agencies to detect lies and the unforgiven spy. Book one in the Spies for Hire series. Is there a second one in the works yet that you're working on? I'm working on parts two and three simultaneously. Oh, There you go. You're going to turn that into a whole Jack Ryan thing. (laughs) We've had all those authors on. They're great. So there you go. So thanks for coming by the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, for Chris Voss, LinkedIn.com, Chess Chris Foss, Chris Foss one on the TikTokity, and ChrisVossFacebook.com. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time.